Good evening. Buenas noches. Mi nombre es Eileen Figueroa. Soy la directora estatal de LULAC, Wisconsin. My name is Eileen Figueroa, the state director for LULAC, Wisconsin. Thank you, everybody, for taking some time and joining us this evening. In addition to this evening's event, I want to share some very good news. Earlier today, a resolution authored by Alderman Jose Perez was passed by the Common Council by a count of 13 to 2, with only Alderman Donovan and Burkowski voting against it. So in addition tonight, we are honored that our next speaker, who I will announce shortly, will actually sign this historic resolution. That being said, our first speaker this evening was elected as Milwaukee's 40th mayor, April 6, 2004, and has been re-elected with over 70% of the vote in 2008, 12, and 16. He continues to work to strengthen the city's economy by creating family-supporting jobs and providing assistance to Milwaukee entrepreneurs. Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, please put your hands together for the mayor of Milwaukee, the Honorable Tom Barrett. Well, good evening. I am honored to be here tonight, and I want to thank all of you for joining us uh, for a very special evening. I want to, uh, in particular, acknowledge Alderman Chevy Johnson, who's here in the front row, and Judge Valerie Hill, who's also here, um, and thank them for, for being here also. I've been involved in public life for several decades now, and I have to tell you that this time is different from any time I've ever served before. And one of the main reasons it is so different is I'm seeing something that I had never seen before. I'm seeing visible fear from people who live in our community. And I want to take a minute, because I think this is such a serious issue, to talk about it. And it has two aspects. One is the aspect that deals with the proclamation that I'm going to sign, or the resolution I'm going to sign in a few minutes. But I want to talk about the fear that I see, particularly in our Hispanic community right now, because it's real. And our city government is here to let you know that we understand your fears and we don't want you to be fearful. So how can that happen? Let me tell you from my perspective what has happened here. And some may disagree with it, but it's important to understand this. For years now, we've had a debate at the national level over immigration policy. And we could have a very hot debate here over what that immigration policy should be. That's in the province of the federal government. And the federal government has failed. It has failed to pass meaningful immigration reform in this nation. That failure lies at the federal level. And again, we could have a debate for hours as to what the cause is for that failure. So what happens? So you get a new president who wants to instill even more fear in people who live in our communities. And so he issues this declaration having to do with sanctuary cities. Now, sanctuary cities have different definitions, and there's a definition that, frankly, does not include the city of Milwaukee, and some of you might want it to, but I want to explain to you what our policy is here. And I want to explain it as it pertains to the police department, particularly for people 
from Hispanic descent. And I want to start by talking about an eight-year-old boy, an eight-year-old boy that came to Milwaukee from Mexico. He didn't come recently. He came 25 years ago. And he came 25 years ago because his mother and dad wanted him to have a better life. That's why he came to this community. And he played by the rules. And he went to the Milwaukee Public Schools. He went to college. He got a degree. And he wanted to teach. But he couldn't teach because he, did not, he was not here with documents. So he got a different job. And now that young boy is 33 years old. And he's driving home. And he's got his own family. And he's got a headlight that's out. And he's stopped by the Milwaukee police. My question for you is, do we want our Milwaukee police to use their time and resources to sit with him in a detention center to send him back to Mexico for having a burnt out headlight? No. I agree with you. And this is not theory. This is real stuff. Because what the president is saying is he wants our police officers to, in essence, be federal agents, to do the job that the federal government has failed to do. Now, I would also argue that that policy is weak on crime. Because if I were to ask you, would you rather have the resources going to sit in a detention facility for three or four hours with someone with a burned out headlight, or do you want our police officers out there trying to end homicides, drug dealing, and violent crimes, I think the vast majority of this community would say, I want our police officers to make this a safer city. And I want our police officers to make this a safer city. So we are going to continue the policy that we have had. And we want everybody to know that. Our policy is when our police stop someone and they're wanted for a violent crime or a serious crime, you bet we're going to take them to the federal authorities. Again, I think I don't care where you're from, if you're wanted for a, a serious crime, we're going to make sure that you're dealt with. But if you've got a burned out stoplight, a headlight, or you've done something else that's minor, I don't want us to use our resources to do that. It's wrong. It discourages and hurts police community relations. And it, it really, I think, is an excuse for the federal government not to fulfill its responsibilities. So again, for anybody who is here, anybody who has family members, I want you to know that we are not taking up what the president wants us to do, which is to have all of our police officers become federal agents. We are not going to do that. So that's the first issue. The second issue, of course, is, is the, the ban, and I will use the word ban, um, even though that's been debated whether we're allowed to use it. I might get locked up for using that word. I don't know. Um, but let's call it what it is. It's a ban. It's a ban on individuals from seven different countries. And what has gone through my mind from the second I saw that he signed that was a picture. And some of you will know what picture I'm talking about. It's a picture of that little boy on the beach. The little boy from Syria on the beach who died. And I couldn't help, when I saw that he had signed that order, I couldn't help but think of that little boy and thought, so is this what we've come to? Is this who we are as a people? 
that we're going to turn away someone who is yearning for freedom, someone who is trying to have a better life for their children? Is that who we are as a people? I think we're better than that. I know we're better than that. But it's going to take our collective voices to be heard. And I was just over the weekend, I was with a friend of mine who was very conservative um, and asked me what I thought and I told him pretty much what I told you. And I was very surprised because he said that his mother had come to this country undocumented from Austria. Um, and it was a different time, but all of a sudden he had an understanding of what was happening. That, that people who are trying to do what's right for their families are being treated in a way that we don't want to be treated. Now that's not to say we shouldn't have immigration laws. Um, but we also have to deal with the reality. And the reality, again, as it pertains to the, the Hispanic population, is that there are millions and millions of people here and we are not going to deport 14 million people. It's just not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. So earlier today, um, Alderman Johnson and his colleagues passed this resolution um, dealing with the city of Milwaukee's opposition to presidential executive order 13769. That's the resolution that deals with the ban. Um, when I saw that that was being signed this morning, I thought, what better place for me to sign that resolution into law than right here? Um, and I want, I want to do that with you because I want people to understand that this is the voice of the people of this city who is speaking. The people who live here do not want to see the actions that are being taken by the federal government right now. I am proud that we have a judiciary that understands this, at least at this stage of the game. I'm glad that, that the powers of the president are not unchecked and that we still have an independent judiciary that insists that we look at due process and equal protection under the law. Um, and we'll have to deal with those issues. But on behalf of the residents of this city, uh, I'm going to go over here and I'm gonna sign this resolution into law um, so that and it will go to the President of the United States stating the opposition of the city of Milwaukee to the orders that he has now executed um, that I think are going to hurt people who are here for the right reasons. So I'm going to step over here and thank you all for being here tonight. <laughs>